Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Defended by T.J. McConnell. Kyrie changes direction. He shoots for the lead. Can't watch it. No good and the game is over. At least they got a shot off. Hey, small victories, man. Moral victory time. Got to crawl before you walk. Good morning, Metroplex. Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Headlines on a hump day hey. here on DFW Sports Station. That's a bad loss to a team who's had a very, very hard time winning on the road. Rick Carlisle and the Indiana Pacers come into the AAC and get the win over the Mavericks. Kyrie takes the shot at the buzzer, doesn't hit it. The Mavs miss a ton of threes, airballing some with huge chances uh, to tie or take the lead. So this team has a closing problem Clearly, they have a defensive problem. They have a rebounding problem. And it feels like uh, the reality, we knew, we knew, but it really feels like it has set in uh, that this team isn't going very far in the playoffs. If they make the playoffs, because right now they're in a play-in situation. Well, technically the playoffs, Sean. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, look, I, as, as of right now, and, and, and look, we said there's a lot of people thought this in 2011 that they weren't going to go very far. The... Blazers were the chic pick over the Mavericks. Um, wow. I'm interested to see how you finish this sentence right here with a 2011 comp to start off. Oh, no. Well, well, this no, this, I mean, this is a better team than 2011. They have two stars instead of one. Uh, it's a joke. It's not a better team. Um, no, but what I'm saying is like they could, I mean, they could certainly, they have the top, the top end talent to surprise you. But right now, there's no doubt this is looking like a one and done variety kind of team. First round and out. Maybe maybe they get through the play-in, but you know when they get to the real seven-game series, a, a one and done. They gave up a hundred and six points after three quarters. Lockdown in the fourth, man. Lockdown. It was the sixth time in eight games for a Mavs opponent to shoot at least fifty percent since they gave up Dorian Finney-Smith. The Indiana Pacers won their second straight road game. Road game after going two months without one, they had an eleven. Game skid on the road. They come in, get the W. Luca basically carrying the offense by himself. Josh Green does not start again. Holiday had zero points in the starting lineup. Mm. Reggie Bullock played 34 minutes. Dwight Powell uh, had three rebounds. And Bobby, Christian Wood. Man, I wish Christian Wood would go inside a little bit more. Or they put him inside a little bit more. 18 minutes. For Christian Wood, 12 points. Yeah, I wish they'd put Wood inside more, too. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. it's something that could really help them. Uh, you know, they are uh, they are now giving up in the five games that Luka and Kyrie have played together. The Mavericks are giving up 122 points a game. It's bad. It's just awful defensively. You need to put Christian Wood in there, get the size in there. You need to have Josh Green on the floor more. Mike, I, I saw Bassick tweet it last night where it's like, ever since he traded Dorian Finney-Smith, like, he's not trusting 
Josh Green to be Dodo. What, what's <laughs> what's the issue here? Why it, some of the stuff Kid does in terms of with personalities, players, rotation, it's the, just bizarre. So it, from a, go ahead, Chop. I, I get you know the rotations. See, if the rotations all year were fine, and then since Kyrie, they've been squirrely, I would get it, right? Well, here, here, You're trying new things. Here's what I had a problem with. So, Luca played the entire first quarter, the whole way. I love when coaches sit the star with three minutes left in the quarter. Take advantage of the timeout break. Let them sit the first three or four minutes. But Luca did not reenter this game until... Five minutes left in the second quarter mm-hmm. after playing the entire first. I think he had 18 in the first quarter. Um, but I just, I don't like playing the entire quarter, sitting the entire half of the next quarter. Uh, there were some funny rotations there with Kyrie. I thought they were pulling him with like four minutes left, but they just gave him a quick breather. But right now, and we're going to talk about this at 8 o'clock, people are starting to call for Jason Kidd's head. Maybe we'll take calls. They will take J-Kid calls at 8 uh, here at 877-881-1053. But this is the opposite of what we were feeling watching this team debut right after the trade when we were in Arizona. I'll never forget being at the bar. Bam. Quick. Ball movement. Yep. Threes. Everyone involved. It just doesn't feel like that's clicking yet. It's, no. It, it has to be individual basketball. You get 30 or you get 30. We can't figure out the end of these games, but it's just not feeling like it's a fluid. That San Antonio Spurs comparison I made from when they took apart uh, the, uh, the the Miami Heat. Yeah, look, Luca might just might just not be that kind of player. Where you know he just might not be, and that's that's something they're going to have to fight through and figure out. What kind of team do you want to be? Like, let's be fair. We know what he is. I mean, he and he is an all time great already, but you know. He is kind of a black hole when that ball gets to him. Uh, it just kind of stays with him. And he has done a great job of, you know, getting this team to the West Finals and, and improving every year himself. But, you know, it doesn't make for the best ball movement, the prettiest, most watchable basketball, et cetera, et cetera. You know, when Kyrie is in there and Luka isn't, or at least those first two games, man, this is like a college basketball offense. There was, they were whipping the ball around, making the extra pass. It was fun. Dribble drive, kick. You know, sometimes with Luke, you don't see that. A little more stagnant. Stephen Jones was speaking with the media again at the Combine in Indianapolis. Bobby, when are you going? I am flying out Friday morning on a Boeing, not an Embraer. Flying out and then <laughs> returning, and we'll be ready to go. Uh, but, yeah, we'll be out there Friday morning and then, uh, you know, three days of meetings. Here's a... Uh, Meetings. That's what Sounds they are. So official. Sounds like just. I don't know about a steak and shake if you sound business official uh, mm-hmm. when you're at a steak and shake, uh, getting a vanilla and chocolate swirl. Um, All right, keep that keep that same energy when I'm breaking news on the on the show, Sean. Oh, <laughs> Stephen on Dak Prescott and the. I can't wait to see the fan text after Stephen Jones tells you about Dak's extension. No, we haven't. When do you anticipate? I don't know. I mean, that'll. I bet is just not going to be a lot said about it. We'll wake up one day and it'll be done. But doesn't it help to sort of get an idea of what you have when we talk about the piece of the pie? Like I it said, helps the piece of the pie. Well, we've got a plan, and <laughs> but you're not doesn't necessarily always help you to divulge your plans. So there's Stephen trying to be nice, but he basically said there's not going to be a lot of talks or discussions. We don't think we're just going to wake up one day and 
It's going to be done. Which that is not how contract negotiations work. And if that's how they think it works, then an extension will not get done. They're not just going to wake up and get it done. Look, this is something that Brian and I talked about yesterday on the podcast, which is out now. Uh, The Love of the Star. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you guys going to do this like every single week still? It's three times a week during the season, two times a week during the offseason. So I think you guys need a contract uh, negotiation. <laughs> so uh, we talked about this yesterday. The Cowboys just flat out they don't they don't like negotiating with Todd France, Dak's agent, um, because Todd France is very tough and he he gets what he wants out of these sorts of deals. But they they find it to be a little bit of a it leaves a sour taste in their mouth. I think yeah. when they get out of negotiations with him, so I'm sure they wouldn't like to to engage in this stuff, but. Uh, if they want to get an extension done, if they want to free up that money, they need to they need to get on it. So this isn't the flip a switch thing; it's already built in. No, yeah, this is extending him. This is adding years to the contract and adjusting his his cap hit. Okay, I mean they we we know what they're gonna do. We know they're not gonna move on from him. That's not their style. Uh, it has never been their style to take a step back, a known step back. Even if it means taking a step forward down the road, they, that's not their style. They, I mean, I guess you could say they did it with Amari, but that was more money than anything else, I think. Steven was asked with Mike McCarthy now calling the plays, did Dak need a different voice on the staff? I think it always helps to improve. I mean, you'd have to ask Dak that, what he believes. I don't want to speak for Dak. But, you know, I've always, when you're around, you know, when you're around smart people and, uh, you know, you get to a certain level with somebody and then I think change can be really good. You know, you know I let Dak speak to whether he thinks he needs it or not. Well, I'm saying, but y'all felt comfortable making the decision. I mean, yeah, I think we're, y'all we're, like we can pull that off and think that it can be, be a big positive for him. And obviously we think we can be a, you know, take the next step, be a better football team with, you know, some new voices. So there's Stephen Jones uh, talking to the Cowboys media. Uh, he said he has some meetings set up with the agents for who? Leighton Vander Esch, Tony Pollard. Just in general said that they, they'll have meetings with a number of the agents who are free agents. Said He said, you know, anybody who's a free agent likely will come. To, and that's the standard practice. They sit on the jerry bus. Agents kind of come through. It's it's like a rotating uh, door of, of just agents going in there. So yeah, they'll they'll have negotiations or, or discussions with just about every free agent, and then you know they'll they'll have to start looking at some of these potential extensions. Our Rangers spring training coverage live from Surprise is brought to you by Sonic. Mm. With, Dang it, I was ready for that no, one because I had bumped. the putting green with bumped. the KMC masterpiece and the G Bag Nation, who were joined yesterday by Bruce Bochy and Rangers GM Chris Young. Here's Chris Young, early impressions of his brand new manager. Yeah, Boach is just special. Uh, I think the best way to describe it is he has a unique ability to connect um, on an individual level, but also stand in front of the team and create an expectation for everybody. And um, it's really it's an art um, to be able to do that. And uh, I just can't explain how much I've enjoyed watching him on a daily basis, watching him command a room, uh, the way the staff has responded to him on a daily basis. And the players seem to enjoy him as well. I, I don't think you can find anybody in the game who has a negative thing to say about him. Uh, but he's competitive, too. I mean, it's, he's, a, he's a super nice guy. He's approachable. He's likable. He's humble as can be. But he's competitive. He wants to win. And when we don't win, you know, early in the, the first two spring, trainings, spring, uh, spring training games, we didn't win. And, and Boach is pissed off after the game, I yeah. mean, which is a great sign. So 
I, I love him. I'm so happy he's here. I think it's great for our, our players. Um, certainly as a front office, I'm thrilled. But I can't wait for our fans to get to know him. I think that they are going to embrace Boach and really see his leadership style day in, day out. Um, I, I'm, I'm really excited. Oh, man, lo- fans love hearing guy getting all angry over, over a spring training loss. <laughs> fans love that. That's a Chris Richard thing. Just get all upset, turnt. Get all upset. They Bruce do. Bochy is going to be joining the KMC Masterpiece weekly throughout the entire season. And yesterday they got a taste of one of the best radio voices I've ever heard. And they asked him if he's ever wanted to be on Yellowstone because of it. Yeah. Do you know what? I mean, I, I haven't heard Yellowstone, but, uh, you know, I, I have heard that. But, uh, it, it's a great show, yeah. <laughs> Sam Elliott, I get all the time. But, uh, you know, that's a great show, isn't it? And, uh, yeah, I don't watch as much as I used to, but uh, just a uh, great job. And uh, it's and I love Montana. I go up there every winter, so I, I'm an elk uh, hunter. I don't know if I should be saying that, that's but right. I, I, I do uh, chase the elk around in the off season. That's a lot of fun for me. What a we, voice! We, I want him to read. I want him to read. Talk about elk hunting anymore? That, is that what was going on now? That's a voice Cancel. for like uh, '90s jeans ads, like Wrangler jeans. They're mm. you know they're built for tough men. Sam Elliott, right? Yeah, Sam Elliott. Yeah. Uh, you, you know the way Coster's voice is in Yellowstone is he's got a very grovelly voice as well. Uh, good voice, solid voice. Lots of lots of Marlboro Reds in that voice. Couldn't get into the Yellowstone personally. <gasps> Watched like the first twenty minutes. It, it seemed fine, but it wasn't I, enough to like make I me stopped, start binging. I stopped after the first twenty minutes as well. Oh. But that seems to be the new thing with show. Well, it's not new anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I you just got to know that the first two or three episodes are going to be slow and boring. Weird way to capture people and hook them. Yeah, I, I, you know, like. The, Here's the thing, you know, Yellowstone, I don't know how you guys thought it was slow. Literally the opening scene, they blow a horse's head off. Like, that's like, I don't know how, the, of, of the entire series. Godfather did it already. I know, right? Uh, but, you know, the first episode was two hours long. So it was like a two-hour uh, episode, and then they went into the every hour. Maybe it was the goriness. Maybe I, I, I wussed out. I didn't like to see that animal treatment. I'm not like Bruce Bochy. Mm. Uh, Peter, Peter uh, Sharif. Stars hosting Arizona tonight, 730 at the AAC. Hump Day Headlines. Hump Day. Right here on DFW Sports Station. Thanks for being a total. That stands for Turn It On, Leave It On. We have a God Smack Ticket giveaway. And RJ, where do you want to take us in chopping it up? I want to talk about, hmm, this is a good question. (laughs) (laughs) I want to talk about Super Pigs, Sean. Super Pigs. Super Pigs. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, here we go, fellas. Let's have a little fun today. Coming up in Chopping It Up, our favorite announcers are back. The Mississippi Valley State. Oh, Valley Sports Network announcers. Were you out for this or were you here for this? I missed the first one. This was such a treat. Dawson yesterday I heard on G-Bag say these are G-Bag of the year candidates, but it did not hear the first call. Okay. So they had a couple of calls. We'll get to that. Uh, but then they, 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 they were back. They were back. They're back this week, Sean. Uh, and they did some more fantastic work. We've got to get these kids uh, on the NCAA tournament. But. Easy. Let's just get right to it. Mm. Red alert. Super pigs are invading the U.S. There is a highly intelligent, possibly invincible crossbreed. Okay, who wrote this? This is Who wrote possibly invincible? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. Who wrote uh, that? That is, uh, let's see. Is this from uh, India Today? Oh. India Today. Canada's super pigs, considered incredibly intelligent, infiltrating the northern U.S. Giant animals, a result of crossbreeding domestic pigs and wild boars, are a threat to the environment. This is from News Montana. Uh, Canada, the super pigs, I mean, these are just ugly creatures. Uh, they they, they, they show ha- the picture? They look different from a hog or a boar? Or yeah, they're, they're hairy. They're oh, like, my. They're a pig, but hairier. Yeah. Oh. Crazy. Well, what we need uh, is, and I think it was Brad Sullivan who invited me up, um, and we can just get the Jones boys, the helicopter hunters, right? Oh, yeah. People I've been go invited over- on a boar hunt. I keep putting it off. Why? I'm scared of snakes out there in the in the wild. Oh, so not you haven't been invited up in the helicopter. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I've been invited to get down there and get dirty. Oh, yeah. No. No. And those things, they'll rip you apart, too. Those, oh, yeah. Those boars. Absolutely. Uh, for decades, though, wild pigs, pigs have been antagonizing flora and fauna uh, in the U.S., gobbling up crops, spreading diseases, killing deer, killing elk. Uh, but now, this super pig, <laughs> highly intelligent, highly elusive beast capable of surviving cold climates, tunneling under snow, infiltrating the northern U.S., like I said, the, re- the result of crossbreeding, um, and then they're like they're responsible for a ton of environmental damages. Pigs cause 1.5 billion dollars worth of damage each year. So there you go. Like they're coming in from Manitoba and Saskatchewan and Alberta, and they are just coming right into the northern U.S. Do you guys like love love pork? I I enjoy pork. I don't love pork. I love bacon. Uh, yeah, I love bacon. I don't I don't necessarily love pork. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't love it like some other people do either, where they're just like like I'll I'll binge watch Anthony Bourdain and he's just obsessed like that's his number one meat and I'm like, man, it can be really dry. And that's what I think of with this store. I'm thinking of putting that boar or that pig in my smoker uh, like I did for that that uh, the whole mini hog yeah. a few months ago. But yep. I don't love it. I love I love ribs. Mm-hmm. I love pepperoni pizza. 
Love pepperoni pizza, yes. Yeah. I don't okay. love ham. Um, you know, I, you know, on an egg McMuffin, yeah, good and fine, but like a pork chop, a pork loin, like, man, you gotta cook it absolutely perfect. Otherwise, that bad boy is dry. It is dry. You know, you know I own a pig. Uh, I would not talk about her like that. It's <laughs> a uh, brand new relationship. No, sir. That's not what I mean. Oh. Okay. Me and the neighbors went halvesies on a on a on a pig. What? Yeah. Which half one? was yours? Huh? Which half was yours? Ah, very nice. Uh, it's, it's, it's actually not-, not a bad question. You got the butt that Bobby loves to eat. Uh, only if it's Derek Holland's butt. Only if it's Derek Holland's butt, which you love to munch on. Yeah, I'll eat. I'll eat. I'll eat the hell out of that. Or some people love the ears and the cheek, and like all that stuff near the head of the pig. So wait, you 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 half own a pig. And you have uh, real estate to be a lord. You have a well. I, I own a, a square foot of land uh, in uh, in Scotland. Okay. Uh, so I am technically a lord. So you can call me Lord Choppy, please. Okay. okay. Um, which yes. makes Sarah my lady. <laughs> uh, she's a lady uh, officially. Um, yes, we own a pig, little Jackie. Uh, it pooped in the car uh, when we picked it up. Just, just crapped you all over the place. Put a pig in your car? No, it wasn't. It was my neighbor's car. Uh, the cat dude, cat dude's car. Uh, so, but yeah, me and the neighbors, we own a pig, little Jackie, the one who has the frozen cat in the freezer. Uh huh. A couple of them. Is this the Argentina soccer fan? Nope, different one. A okay. couple of them. Well, the, both cats died. He's got to bury them. How did yeah. they die? This sounds suspicious. Cats die old age. I think maybe a pig ate it. Who knows? Wait, but, I think uh, bury or it froze it. Well, he froze it because he has to go to his land in West Texas to bury it. He just hasn't gone out there in a while. Okay, where's the pig? Pigs in Rome. Pigs in Rome. <laughs> On a farm in Rome with an H R H O M E. Who's taking care of it? The guy who, whose farm we put it on. Has he? No, 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 no. He we put it. We just put it on the farm. Okay. And uh, you know we'll go out there every now and then. And uh, well, I won't. But uh, somebody who goes out there every now and then feeds little Jack. What is the point of this? Because it was ten dollars on. We got it on an auction. Are you, for 10 bucks. are you eventually going to eat the, this pig? No, it's just... not one of those pigs you can eat. So why? So you bought a pig? A little suckling pig. Those are the, supposed to be the best ones. That's yeah, the sweetest meat. It is apparently, but I don't think it's 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 whatever pig you can't eat. Oh, whatever pig you can't eat. Okay. But I, I don't understand that. Why did you buy a pig that you're not going to eat and you're not even going to keep because in your house? Because he can talk $10. about it right now. You're yeah. listening to why. This is why he yeah. can say it on the radio. Okay. I, I'm in there with six other people. It's ten dollars. Okay. A story. We paid a buck fifty for it plus gas to pick it up each. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> okay. Because where else could you get a pig for ten dollars? When you mm-hmm. have a chance to get a pig for ten dollars. <laughs> And you could fill up a segment. We just killed seven minutes. That's worth it right there. <laughs> and you don't have to take care of it. And the pig never went in his car. Right. There you go. So that's why. All so right. fair enough. beware of the super pigs. You do not want any part of that. What you do want part of is the Mississippi Valley State Radio. All right. Let's hear. Let's hear if all this hype is worth it. So we had played last week. You know, them doing their own little freestyle in the game. Now, these are old dudes? Like, no, these are these, college kids. They're like 20, 21. And they're on the calls of the game. Yeah, so it's like... Is it uh, like the student station? Yeah. Basically. Okay. So, so it's like Chiafalo and Peyton. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they, only they, they remember the players' names unlike Peyton. <laughs> they've got a little uh, like a little, little camera on them, just a little one shot on them. Uh, their names are Caleb Brunson okay. and Andre Williams. Uh, well, they are back. Because in this game, Mississippi Valley State, uh, they decided to break out into a little bit of freestyle in the middle of the game. Layup up and no good by Thompson. 
And um, the Alabama A&M coach, he's he's fussing, he's fussing and cussing. Yeah. And coach is coach is kind of losing it over here, as he feels like security. Well, that ain't it. So you wanted all the cuts from the previous time we played them? No, I wanted the one I set you last night, but that's okay, Pat. This 18. is the one. We're, we're still 18. trying. That's what I'm here. playing. We're I'm still trying. No, no, we're still trying here. <laughs> we're still trying. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I say the entire leg. We're good. Go to the G bag folder because I heard it yesterday on on uh, LA Live. I think that's what you're trying to play. Troy would have played it. Troy would have definitely <laughs> played it. Uh, and got, and got the girl. Uh, okay, so in the meantime, uh, let's uh, let's do something else here. Okay. All right, let's do something else. Do you want? So this was not that audio is not the one I missed. Well, that's, this was the most recent. That yeah, this is the the, the the one I'm trying to play here is the most recent one. All right, uh, the one you missed that was that was part of it. That, uh, that was the, that was the weakest of the, the cuts the that we we had. Bunch. Yeah, because they were talking all about like. Uh, Ooh, a lot of lightning out there on on your commute. Yeah, what's uh, going on out there? We were there. They were talking about at one point how they said, "What do you think the coach is saying there to those players over there?" And he's like, "He's telling them no juice boxes. You guys aren't going to eat if you lose this basketball game. We're not going to go to McDonald's. No happy meals for y'all." And so, I mean, but they're, they're, they're being natural. They're not trying to be. No, sticky. they're just naturally funny guys. Like it's just it's entertaining. All right. Oh, he th- he says he thinks he has it. Let's see. Let's see if we. Have it. Oh, they ain't gonna call a foul. They ain't gonna call a foul. Oh! Oh! They ain't gonna call a foul. Terry Cuddy. Terry Cuddy. business. At the RW has a complete. He's single handedly. Terry Cuddy. He's single handedly. He got the Delta Devils in his soul. He's gonna cut a foul. He got the Delta Devils in his backpack. It's hot in here. It's hot in here. We lit. We lit. On the broadcast. Yeah, keep on hitting no threes and they fade. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. He just blacked his hey. eye. He just blacked his eye. He just blacked his eye. Hey, hey. He just blacked his eye. He just blacked his eye. He just blacked his eye. What are you? Yeah, we in here. We lit. We in here. We lit. We in here. We lit. Yeah. Yeah, we in here. We lit. Terry Collin. Terry Curry. Terry Curry. So I do see the issue here, the mix-up. Uh, your your link had two videos, and I took the first one I saw. Oh, man. Uh, that's classic right. rookie mistake. You rookie know, mistake, it, Peyton. Yeah. Rookie mistake. These guys are treats. They're absolute treats. They need to be on every broadcast in the NCAA tournament. Screw Gus Johnson and his overdoing the game. Uh, forget about Jim Nance. Forget who else is on the broadcast. Kevin Harlan, who makes every game try to sound like it's game seven. Uh, let's get rid of them all. You, you, Vern you, Lundquist. Vern. You, you really are the big the big victim here, man, because you were ahead of the daggone game. Mm. And it was just a matter of catching fire. I think if Bobby would have been on the show, he would have pubbed it enough and hyped up enough your Texas Legends calls because that set the standard. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I, I I started this. I started this entire tradition, uh, and and I will never get the credit for it. I deserve. Did you ever? Did you hear these when he did them a lot? Yeah, when he would do the the songs and everything else. Yeah, all I, the themes. Yeah, whatever theme the Tolos would come up with. I like mm. it. I like it better than the other basketball calls I was cutting up this week from you. But oh, yeah. they were awful because I, I you know I, I those were entertaining found, for another reason. I hadn't found my. Uh, is it a meal you? I hadn't found my meal oh, you yes, yet. Yes, yes, yes. Hadn't found that yet. Uh, so Mississippi Valley State. Good Andre job, Williams, gentlemen. Caleb Brunson, bravo. We salute you. Okay. Should we get to Kevin Burkhart? 
Sure, it's your segment. Kevin I Burkhart. I was trying to find a uh, Legends call for you. Mm. Uh, but All the Adele. All right, let's play one. I think I th- this set the standard. Forget Mississippi Valley State. RJ Choppy, Doug Branch. It's Texas Legends basketball. And the Legends coming out in this uh, in, in this second quarter. Uh, and they've been outscored 10-3. And just like that, it's an eight-point game. Doug. Well, an eight-point game. I mean, I was happy when it was a 15-point game, but the Legends have slowed down their offense. I'm sorry, RJ. I just did, I'm, I'm watching what's going on here in the arena. I know okay. that. I think I'm, not, I'm not trying to pile on right now. I know Doug Branch. That would have been, been a wild call. That was the... Uh, not it. That what? was the worst possible clip you could have picked. Really? I yeah. don't even know why that was in the system. Yeah, I don't have no idea either. No idea. Yeah, th- this is the stuff that causes Jane Doe not to text you back. Let's move on. <laughs> All right, Kevin Burkhart. Kevin Burkhart. Like the, how do we have the only call the where he's not doing a theme? <laughs> he's actually like trying to seriously call the game. There's probably 50 cuts in there of a theme, and he picks the one that the doesn't only, have one. The only one. Wow. All right, Kevin Burkhart. Kevin Burkhart, you've heard on the... Fox Game of the Week. Kevin Burkhart is a tremendous announcer. Greg Olson's partner. He is Greg Olson's partner. The one who is, uh, you know, staving off Tom Brady. The yeah. one who says he Tom will not work with Tom Brady. I'm exaggerating. Hey, yeah. Uh, let's just say, so somebody dug up an old clip of Kevin Burkhart back when he was doing some local New Jersey TV station and just say, thank goodness he doesn't sound like this anymore. He sounds like he's impersonating Billy Crystal. Welcome back, and it's roundtable time. We're all talking about Florida State's loss to Notre Dame. What about Notre Dame's loss to Boston College? Stop. You- Kevin Burkhardt. That is Billy Crystal. That voice is Kevin Burkhardt? That's Kevin Burkhardt. And you're saying it's Billy Crystal. That, I mean, just the sound is Pl- Billy Crystal. Play it from the beginning, please. Welcome back, and it's roundtable time. We're all talking about Florida State's loss to Notre Dame. What about Notre Dame's loss to Boston College? Where do you rank Boston College now that they had the huge upset in South Bend, Indiana, beating Notre Dame? I mean, how would you rank that if you're saying about moving Florida State down the polls? You'd have to move Boston College up. That's Billy Crystal. He had- Men and women can't be friends. The thickest accent. Wait, is it really Billy Crystal? No, that's really Kevin Burkhart. That's Kevin Burkhart? Yes. Wow. It's wild. It, it's crazy how Kevin Burkharty that is. All right, Peyton, I'm going to go for the threesome here. <laughs> Find a Kevin Burkhart clip. We should have a Kevin Burkhart <laughs> clip to compare for those who are not broadcast dorks like we are. Uh, or you should have been told, possibly, get a Kevin Burkhart clip so we can compare voices. That would show the radio difference. So I doubt you're going to have one. Maybe there's a play in the system. Let us know if you find that. I still can't believe. Or just play Billy Crystal. I still can't believe that that was him. That's insane. That's crazy. To have that accent and then lose it? When when did you leave uh, Jersey? How old were you? Uh, 17. Did you have an accent when you left there? No, not did, really. Maybe did, a little bit. Did you ever get a Tennessee one? Because would you would you say that neither of us have accents? Yeah, I don't. Do you I think I have more of a Maryland twang than he has a Jersey? Sound? No, do you, do I, you I say would, hoagie. I I wouldn't I wouldn't have guessed either one of you were from where you're from. 
Good, but, good. But see, I don't know. We take see, we, 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 that's that's a sign of pride for us. I feel like I feel like I don't have an accent at all. Whenever I've gone up north, people have told me they're like, "Oh, you sound like you're from Texas." I was like, really? I really? And I was like, I don't think I have Southern to me at all. No, like I don't. I don't, I don't have. I don't that. have an accent. And I've spent my whole life in Texas. I've lived in Texas and Nashville. Like that's it. Yeah, you sound like many other things with your voice, but not with an accent. Yeah, no I, don't, accent. I don't hear. I don't hear accent from you. I don't think I hear it from Peyton either. No, uh, you, I don't. I don't hear from. Pay- I don't really hear from anybody. Like I'm trying to think. You can hear. hear- you can hear Texas and Walchuk. Dawson's probably sounds the most Texas. <laughs> no, you, you you can hear Texas and Walchuk. I think. Yeah, yeah, you can. All right, chopping mm. it up every single hump day. Hump day. At this time here on DFW Sports Station, you want one more? Did, uh, we, did we have Kevin Burkhart anywhere? Still looking. Still right, here we go. Florida lawmakers. Uh, let's 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 put these these folks on blast. Now, usually Florida, you know, they're, they're they you know, they they do some good things. They do some bad things. The good things they do is they give us nonstop content with Florida man. This is a bad thing. They have turned their attention to outlawing dogs sticking their heads out of car windows. Mm. Uh, there's a bill to ban dogs poking their heads out of windows. It would ban the drivers. The drivers would get in trouble. Mm. The bill is SB 932, a sweeping animal welfare bill. Sponsored by Senator Lauren Book. It would criminalize as well declawing cats. I'm a big fan of declawing cats because cats scratch me. Mm-hmm. But I would never let them outside. Except your neighbor's dead cats. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but this also talks about the transportation of dogs in the bays of pickup trucks, requiring them to be restrained in a crate, and you also mm. are not to allow a dog to extend its head or outer body part outside a motor vehicle window while the person is operating said vehicle on a public roadway. You know, I support parts of this. The I, truck thing I support. Yeah, like the, I hate seeing dogs like in the, in the bed of a truck. Yes. I, without being tied down at all. Here's my thing. I always think, do any of the dogs ever jump? You all tell us. On the truckwreck.com text line. Do dogs ever jump out of the back? Or when the dogs are free to... I think feet and dogs should be banned from sticking out the window. Someone's foot is going to get chopped right off. I don't know how close someone would have to get to it. Have to get really close. But a dog with that head out the window, and 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 the dog like is up on the paws, the front paws. Mm. I'm like, that dog is going to jump. My dog would jump. Maybe that's how he got his back paralyzed. But uh, my dog would sit there and be on both of his paws. Do the dogs ever jump? That's what I want to know from the Tolos. Otherwise, I support the head being kept inside. We, I never, I, I've never known dogs when we were growing up to jump out of the window. Like, like just in my own experience with dogs. The only thing I know that has happened is, and I've always thought this is dumb. Whenever people put their dog in the bed of the truck, I have not happened to us, but I have known that dogs will jump out of the bed. While you're driving, like that's been a problem before. They will, yeah, but I don't think they generally jump out of like the front seat if you're riding in a truck and you have the window down and they're just sticking their head out. All right, uh, we have a Kevin Burkhart clip, so now we're gonna have to do a radio side by side. Peyton, give us Kevin Burkhart today. What he did to the broadcast industry allows guys like me to do this. Fake Prescott has plenty of time. Ferguson, what? Look at him go, jumping over people at the 30, and then head down inside the 25. Now Kevin Burkhart, back in the day. Crowd goes nuts. The big score. Peyton. 
Well, I'm playing it off of Twitter. You, you got to give me a second here. I can't. I can't do it. Greg Olson. Greg Olson sounded more like uh, old school. Welcome Kevin back, Gray. and it's roundtable time. We're all talking about Florida State's loss to Notre Dame. What about Notre Dame's loss to Boston College? Where do you rank Boston College now that they had the huge upset in South Bend, Indiana, beating Notre Dame? I mean, how would you rank that if you're saying about moving Florida State down the polls? You'd have to move Boston College up. That's crazy. That is definitely Billy Crystal. That's Billy Crystal. It's I have not. to see the guy talking. I'll show you the video. I, I can't believe that's the same person. I'll so, show you the video. There it is, chopping it up here on DFW Sports Station. Look at the hair too on that guy. That oh is, man, that, that is Kevin Burkhart. Wow, Definitely that is incredible. Kevin we need. So what needs to happen is during the season, whenever they interview him on the pregame show, Burkhart, they need to play the clip for him. Yes. Be like. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Can you still tap into this? Yes. Or, or is this just completely, like, killed? Mel Kuyper Jr. with his very latest mock draft that came out yesterday. Roberto, give us some of the highlights till we get to the Cowboys at 26. So let's, uh, let's first point out that months ago, all the way back, uh, or, or months before the draft, back in January of last year, with his first mock draft, Mel Kuyper projected Tyler Smith to the Cowboys at 24. And... It was one of those things where everybody at the time was like, no way Tyler Smith even goes like in the second round with right. Mel Kuyper's insane. And even still, we didn't hear a lot of chatter. But fun fact, I did hear uh, after the draft that there was some chatter inside the building after Mel Kuyper's initial mock draft where they were like, how the F does Kuyper know we like him like this? Really? We've tried, to keep, we've tried to keep this down low. Mm. And so they they wanted from Mel. People have been laughing at Mel. We've been dismissing Mel. He still has connections. He still talks to people. And so he nailed that one. So keep that in mind. His first mock draft had the Cowboys taking Bijan Robinson. Let's see where where things go now. Who said he still wanted to work out at the combine? Competitive points for him. Um, I also man, I had some Bijan stuff in here uh, that I kept just for Bobby Stephen Jones was asked about drafting a running back, and Steven said, look, we're kind of new school with the running back, you know, top 10 picks. You really don't want to go ahead and use the selection. He subscribes to the philosophy of running backs not being worth the value at the top half of the draft because they're not 10-year players, but he has no problem taking one at 26 if the right guy is there and you have a need. And I'm seeing a lot of draft analysts say that Bajon Robinson, you know, if you if you try to forget his position, he is a top five best player in this draft. Top five player. Brada said he's still to this day 180 players in. He said that's the best player I've seen so far. Wow. And so and Bijan is, he's very, very good. Uh, it's just a matter of how do you value the running back position. So uh, we'll go through some of the uh, projections that he has, some stops along the way to the Cowboys at 26. Number one, he has the Texans trading with Chicago. And getting the number one pick. <laughs> and he has them taking Bryce Young, quarterback from Alabama. Ooh, all right. He then has another trade. Uh, Chicago moves down again, picks up more picks. This time they swap with Indy. And Indianapolis takes C.J. Stroud, the quarterback from Ohio State. Oh, man. Cowboys are out of luck. Yeah. So that's that's a tough break for the Cowboys, who were, were very intrigued by him. 
Uh, what are they going to do now? Number five pick. They're going to uh, go to Tennessee. This is another right. mock draft trade. So far, all the quarterbacks are coming via trade. At number five, Carolina trades up and takes Will Levis, quarterback from Kentucky. Man, he is either going to make somebody really, really smart or really, really dumb. I don't think there's an in-between with him. He's not quite the same, but it's it's a similar proposition as what Josh Allen was, where it's like Josh Allen's really going to click and these tools are going to be fantastic or you're going to look dumb that this didn't mm-hmm. work out. Uh, number six, I stop at this one because I think this is interesting. The, the Lions take Christian Gonzalez, cornerback from Oregon. He will work out this week, and that is a guy who is going to test insane. When, when we're next week hearing about some of these names of guys who just were athletic freaks, the way like a Byron Jones was, or, or when you saw John Ross run 4 like Christian Gonzalez will be one of these guys that the name is buzzing about because of his freakish athletic testing. Uh, let's stop at the next quarterback to be taken. Four quarterbacks in the top 10. At number nine, the Seahawks, after trading down, take Anthony Richardson. Uh, another one who could be make you look really, really smart or really, really dumb. If I had to say which one was going to be Patrick Mahomes in this draft, he's easily the one that I would say. Richardson. Really? Easily. I mean, he, his, his legs are tremendous. Uh, he's got a really, really good arm. I, I think Bryce has got way more deci- better decision making, and Bryce can move. But I mean, he is he is five ten. He, he, I mean, he's giant uh, too. Anthony Richardson six four, six five, about two hundred forty pounds, and he runs like a madman. Probably, and probably not Mahomes, more like Cam. But like, Zer- that's Lance Zerline at NFL.com had compared him to Cam Newton. That that's that's the comparison he gave him, which I think is a good one. Uh, let's stop at uh, that's all. There's all the quarterbacks. Now we'll stop at the guys that the NFC East took. Number ten, Philadelphia Eagles take Peter Skaronsky, offensive tackle, Northwestern. He is really good. That's going to be a guy that will give the Cowboys problems for a while if he ends up here. Uh, number sixteen, the Washington Commanders select old Rocky Top, Darnell Wright, offensive tackle, Tennessee. Uh, we may have we may have uh, two three guys go in the first round. Who knows? Yeah, you are also going to have a guy from Tennessee who's going to test really, really well this week. A couple, of the, a couple of the names. Of her, Byron Young is one that's going to test really, really well. Uh, then we get down to pick number 25, and the New York Giants select Quentin Johnston, receiver mm-hmm. from TCU. Big physical type of receiver. Has a stunning issue, it feels like, getting off a of press for a guy that big. And then the Cowboys with Bijan Robinson still on the board. Select Dalton Kincaid, tight end, Utah. Now Dalton uh, do, Kincaid, did we just pick tight end Dalton. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, they, they, you know, you have one go, you've got to replace another. Dalton Kincaid is a is a good athletic tight end. There's another tight end on the board there named Luke Musgrave from Oregon State that to me would be a better pick. He's six six two fifty and he'll run like. He'll Why are we like drafting tight ends? I thought we had two tight there, ends. There's not, I don't have a problem if you're drafted. Like, Chop brought this up a couple, a couple weeks ago. There is arguably no bigger mismatch in the NFL today than if you have a really athletic tight end. That's so tough for defenses to cover. And so, if you can get that, fine. I wouldn't necessarily take Kincaid. I would probably take Musgrave. But Is he is, that much more athletic than Hendershot and uh, Ferguson? Ferguson? Kincaid and for Musgrave. Or Musgrave definitely is. Musgrave, like I said, Musgrave's 6'6", 250, and his footwork looks like a receiver. He runs like a receiver. See, and, that's impossible to cover. Yeah, and so that's why that's a guy that I'd be all over. This is what uh, Mel Kuyper writes here. He says, let's replace Dalton Schultz with another Dalton. He was thinking just like you, Chop. Schultz, that. who played on the franchise tag in Dallas last, se- last season, could leave in free agency, in which case the Cowboys must find a replacement. Kincaid, a six foot four, 240-pound player with great hands, could step in and be a comparable pass catcher 
from day one. Uh, talks about he torched defenses down the middle of the field and has improved as a run blocker. Thought about Bijan Robinson, but I think I found a better fit to get Robinson into round one. He puts Bijan Robinson 27 to Buffalo. And then the final pick of the uh, first round, one of Brian's pet cats, the Eagles take defensive tackle out of pit, Kalijah Cansey. And How so, do you say the last name? Kalijah Cansey. Cansey. K-A-N-C-E-Y. Okay. So Kalijah hmm. Cansey. I would, if you've I'm got Bijan Robinson on the board, and Luke Musgrave on the board, and you take Dalton Kincaid, I'd be a little frustrated. Mel Kuyper with the latest mock draft. Let's hook up the Tolos for turning it on and leaving it on right now. That's right, Tolos. Call number 10 right now at 877-881-1053. Wins a pair of tickets to see Godsmack with special guests. I prevail the struts and much more at Dosecki's Pavilion on May 14th. Tickets on sale right now at LiveNation.com. That's caller number 10 at 877-881-1053. Good job, Peyton. You got through that one. Nice. <laughs> I expect him to read it. It's the, been a rough segment. <laughs> rough expressway. Fallout boy, read. For Peyton. <laughs> Fallout boy. <laughs> I think we threw him off yesterday. You know that excitement when uh-huh. you, you're thinking about uh, that 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 new girl, that new relationship, and what could be, and all the possibilities. Yeah. And you're on a high. Like, it's that Friday work high that Bobby's on now because he's out the next two days. We just smashed that to pieces. Over the past two days, I think it's affected Peyton a little I bit. I think it is. I mean, you get that you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach, and 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 your mind is cloudy, and you you just can't think of anything else. Yes, and uh, we've all been there, man. And you'll get through it. You'll get through it. Yeah, you got a date on Friday. Yeah, yeah. man, maybe. And can I, <laughs> if she's not listening, I, I, I do I do want to give I do want to give Peyton credit for something, and this is because this is not an easy thing for a lot of people. There are a lot of people I've worked with in radio who this is not true about them. Peyton is a good sport about getting kicked. It yes. is in general, like like Peyton does play along, lean into it. I think we all pretty much here on the show do do pretty well with, with getting kicked. But Peyton is a really good sport about us just busting his balls. Yes, I tell you, man, you keep getting like this. You're gonna get pity, pity. A girl's gonna pity you, <laughs> and that is so underrated, man. I am to do not knock it. We're gonna set up the dating game for him. We're gonna do it. I want to take sponsor. It'll be great. I want to take Jason Kidd phone calls at eight. Someone has written an article saying he needs to go over and done with yesterday at the double AC. I heard some fans giving it to him. We need better kid. Drop a damn play. What are you doing? Have we turned on Jason Kidd overreaction or is it time to cancel J kid at eight o'clock? With your phone calls, same number that you're calling right now to get the Godsmack tickets, 877-881-1053. All right, I have Russell Wilson's office and NFL photos. Chop, you take the office. Bobby, you take the photos. Russell Wilson with another office in Denver? Yeah, he has another office. This one at the team facility. Um, It's upstairs in the Broncos facility. He had his own private offense. Sounds like somebody he used to work with. Uh, had their own private office. We had a, we had one too. Remember that when we first got here? When we first got here, yeah, there was a like a host's office. Was that Jagger's desk? Maybe you talking about yeah. like yeah? There was a, there was a desk. There was a desk. It was a double desk. One double those, desk. One of those big. Uh, uh, what's not? Is it, it's is it a Google desk? It's not a Google desk. Good reference. Google is making. It's a it's a multi billion dollar company. They made two hundred fifty billion dollars last year. It's a trillion-dollar company overall, and they're making their employees now share desks. Wow. How cheap. What cheap? You know what? <laughs> My goodness. Making people share desks to save a couple of dollars. 
Not sharing a desk. So now Russ has another office slash desk. So Russ, it's not the film room, obviously, which is his office. He has his private office at the team facility. Uh, and, you know, Sean Payton's surprisingly kind of okay with that. He was like, you know, if we if they won 11 games last year, no one's asking about the desk. Right. But the fact that they didn't, everything gets nitpicked on. Yep. Uh, so I thought that was a, a, a good response from Peyton's part. I mean, uh, I, I have no idea how many quarterbacks. Tom Brady may have had a desk in New England the entire time. We would never hear about it. Why? Because Tom Brady won Super Bowls all the time. Wouldn't we praise you for having a desk? Like, you want to you wanna be in the we, – we do it for coaches. Oh, you have a cot there? You Joe Gibbs slept yeah. at the facility? Steve Spurrier went home early? What a loser. He was more worried about the golf course than he was his football team. Like, having a desk, it's preferential treatment versus, like, extra commitment. I once got a uh, $500, like, Christmas bonus thing sent to me by a show that I was working with. Uh, when I was working at another network, we did, like, leased out satellite space to people. And I was running a show, and they f- came in and visited, and they found out I had an air mattress in my, like, office so that in case we got iced in or anything else, oh, I could man. sneak it in and out. And that was, like, the week before Christmas, they came back, and they were like, here's for all your extra hard work to ensure that it gets on. Oh, I'm like, you're the worst. Sweet. What a what a horrible. Sweet. <laughs> what a kiss-ass coworker you, you I didn't be. even do it on purpose. Oh, it was just yeah. in there. They oh, saw let it. Let me just bring in my mattress to sleep. Let me just do that. No, that was, that was more for, that was more for getting right that was more right for getting iced in. Couch. He doesn't turn in expenses. He eats hundreds and thousands of dollars uh, from hotels. What? Oh my god, that lightning! Good god! Oh yeah, it's been it's been going nuts. There's a, there's, did I miss a forecast? I, I was at the game. I stayed out really. Late. I wasn't checking the weather. Dan Brunoff sent an email out. <laughs> what did it say? Uh, oh, I didn't read it. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, yeah we you are, didn't read uh, the audio emails either. We we are under. There is a little thunderstorm warning. It appears for Tarrant and Dallas. Just look at that Dallas, red. So. That that lightning strike was was right by. It was, it was a mile away from here. Oh, the hail size is two inches in diameter, according to this radar. Do y'all really think it's time for Jason Kidd to go? Tolo phone calls to hit us up next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 